0: Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD.
1: Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. If you're a local musician and you'd like to hear your songs on the radio, get in contact with me. Find all the information up on our website, the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. You can also follow us tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to our podcast by searching Almost Famous WATD or by going to Almost Famous So we are celebrating 10 years of Almost Famous over the next couple of months here on WATD. And and tonight we're being joined by two special guests on our tiny stage. We have Win Doran and Liz Bills. Good evening. How you doing?
0: Good evening, John. Doing hey. well. Hey, I'm good.
1: Good to have you both back.
2: Great to be here. Yes, good to be back. Yeah.
1: So, for those who may have missed your first appearances here, give an introduction as to who you are.
2: Uh, so I'm Liz Bills, um, and maybe some people know me from my band Analog Heart. I think we were here like almost 10 years ago, maybe, (laughs) and you know, a little bit after, too. Um, Yeah, I'm just a singer-songwriter based uh, outside of Boston, and I write songs and, you know, teach vocal lessons, and yeah.
0: And I'm Wynne Doran. Um, I'm an artist based out of Nashua, New Hampshire, and I've been in the Boston-New England music scene for about five years in a folk band called Strangers by Accident, singing backups for the phenomenal Liz Bills, and now um, releasing some solo
2: music as well.
1: Fantastic, let's talk about your musical backgrounds. How did you both get involved in music?
2: Um, well, I was uh, forced onto piano at the age of eight, uh, and I never really practiced or anything, but thank God for that, because I started writing songs in my bedroom by myself, and then I taught myself guitar. And then um, when I was 25, I made the choice to go to Berkeley College of Music to be a quote unquote professional musician. And here I am. <laughs> um, that's, I guess, how I got here.
1: Awesome. That's quite the journey.
2: Yeah. And yeah. when, um, how about you? Yeah. I grew up singing in
0: choirs. I was like a through and through choir nerd um, from an early age. And then it was always a hobby. And it wasn't really until about 10 or exactly 10 years ago that I started trying to gain the courage to go out to open mics and start playing music and exploring my voice outside of like the choir stuff. And then five years ago, joined a band. And then that was kind of it for me. Um, my path diverged into music and I haven't
1: looked back. That's cool. Now, you mentioned, uh, both of you mentioned, some individual projects that you're working on solo wise. Talk about some of those with us.
2: Um, so, I'm coming out with a record in August, I think August 13th. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's called Liz Bill's in the Change. And, you know, Amy's on the record. Um, and I recorded with Sean McLaughlin of 37 Foot Productions. Um, so I'm really excited to share that music with everybody today and to release the record in August.
1: Awesome. And when how about you? You just released a new single.
0: I did. So in um, 2020, when everything shut down, I started uh, co-writing a bunch over Zoom. And then at the end of 2020, early 2021, 20, I was looking at like the 20 songs I wrote last year. I'm picking some to release, and I'm so excited that um, on May 11th, I released my collaboration with Josh Knowles, who is also in the Boston music scene, and I'm a big fan of his, so our new song Concern is out. It's so good. It (laughs) is really
1: good. We've we've been playing that a lot here. (laughs) Thanks. And the two of you have been collaborating, too, I know, with uh, Liz Bills and The Change, so talk about how you two met and got involved playing with each other.
2: Yeah, so it was like a common theme of mine to, I meet all my best friends on Craigslist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Best friend number two from Craigslist, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we met on Craigslist, I don't know, like four years ago.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, and then she came in, I guess we were looking for backup vocalists, and we were like, you're hired on the spot, of course, (laughs) and you know, we gigged together for a year or two, and You know, the COVID happened, and we took a break, and I've kind of reformed the band. Uh, You know, Amy's not joining us this time, but I'm sure, like, obviously she's joining me today, so (laughs) every now and then I get a piece of Amy.
1: Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Let's start off with the song. What are we kicking off the night with?
2: Um, So I'm going to be sharing, I think, oh, this is the second single that I released off of the upcoming record. It's called Why High. And because of this song, I can never say Wi-Fi anymore. I'm like constantly jumbled (laughs) my words. (laughs) Why? Um, But yeah, it's a a song about, I guess, my own personal mental health struggle uh, with social media. Not that I'm against social media, but... I think everybody or a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Just sort of this addiction issue.
1: (laughs) It's anxiety that didn't exist like 10 years ago.
2: Yeah, so now it's just, yeah, it's like attached to my hand. And like sometimes I'm even looking for my phone, but it's in my hand. It's like kind of that thing. So, yeah, I just wanted to write a song about it.
1: Well, let's hear it. We have Liz Bills starting off the night here on WATD. It's Almost Famous. The Tiny Stage is yours. Thank you.
3: Facebook I'm an addict But not the kind you'd expect I don't pop pills the needle always oh, we seem way too Intense yeah i got one In my pocket and you got one In your purse connects to The internet disconnects From the universe mm-hmm. From the
2: universe
3: <laughs> hey, Everybody's doing it Everybody If I quit, oh, oh, will I strung out on technology Forsaking my biology Inhabiting unconsciously Altering psychology I've lost, i become hysterical And this negligence has to stop Yeah, I'm hopeful for the idea That I've only been misplaced Maybe someday I can put it down And look you in the face hmm look you in Will I strung out on technology Forsaken by biology Inhabiting unconsciously Entering psychology Now I need more storage space, another email, another hotspot zone, information, information, system overload, And I feel lonely, and I feel small. And I feel I'm being judged. Well, I scroll through and judge them all. And I am just a number. I am just a like. Does life really happen if you don't go? W-A-T-D.
2: I don't think so.
3: (laughs) Dear Facebook, I'm an addict, but not the kind you'd expect. I don't pop bills and needles, always seem way too intense. Yeah, I got one in my pocket, and you got one in your purse. Connects to the internet, Disconnects connects from the universe.
1: Awesome. Liz Bills joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage, being joined by Win Doran. Very nice. That was awesome.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank
1: you for the shout-outs, too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Talk about how you compose, Liz. How do you write?
2: Um, I guess with this song, sometimes it feels like a storm inside. Like, I feel like I have something to say. And with this song, that's kind of how it went. So I started with the chords and the melody. And then, you know, just in a journal, I would just like free write everything about technology and, um, you know, computers and social media. That was upsetting me. And then by doing that, I kind of, you know, put all the pieces together. Um, But it's changing now. You know, I'm trying to co-write for the first time, do a lot of songwriting classes. So I'm just trying to shake it up, um, write more poetry, read more poetry, collect words. Uh, So, yeah.
1: Very cool. (laughs) When do you know a song is ready?
2: I guess that's changed too. Like when I was younger, I'm very stubborn. So like I would write a song, I'd be like, that's it. Like I know it's, you know, and I love that. You know, I love that way about um, art. And, you know, I think lately I've been trying to, instead of just write it and be done, like edit and, you know, work with other people and then elevate it. So that's kind of the direction I'm going in now. But I think it's just like a deep intuitive sort of knowing, like you just know when it's done. And if you don't, you could just uh, maybe work on that.
1: The last time that you were here, you were in Analog Heart. And now you've got your own band, Liz Bills and The Change. How do you write differently between whether it's a, a song for you or a song for the band?
2: Well, I think in Analog Heart, it was pretty easy just because the genres are so different. Um, Analog Heart's very rock and roll, uh, bluesy. And like my stuff, I'm still figuring it out. But I don't know, right now, it, or at least this record it's like pretty... Alt country, folky Um, So that's kind of how I sort of split up the songs
1: Very cool Can't wait to hear the album (laughs) (laughs) And you did that with Sean McLaughlin That's amazing He's uh, right down the street in Rockland Here on the South Shore
2: I know, yeah, he was amazing So we did the whole record live Which was intense But it was worth it
1: (laughs) Very cool Wynn Dorn also joining us tonight On the Tiny Stage And let's do a song from her And then we'll Chat some more. What are we listening to from your win?
0: All right. This is my song called Miles Above.
1: All right. Live on the tiny stage, Win Doran, 95.9 W A T D. It's all yours. Right. Fantastic. Wynn Doran, joined by Liz Bills in the Tiny Stage. Wynn, talk about that song. How did you write that?
0: Yeah, so this was in the beginning of uh, more of my personal solo songwriting. I've really found my songs have become like healings that have needed to happen. And this one was a memory, a bad memory, that I had suppressed for a long time about fainting on a plane. And... I started songwriting a few years ago by myself, and I would do a meditation followed by picking up my guitar and seeing what would happen. And this was one of the first ones that I was, I was caught off guard by and very surprised. Um, and it became very healing to channel it into that story.
1: That's amazing. Wow. Thanks. What a story. Thank you. I'll ask the same question that I asked Liz is, how do you know when a song is ready?
0: (laughs) Yeah, when you asked her, I was kind of racking my brain because that is one of the hardest things for me because I would actually argue even the songs that I have pushed out there and I've released, I have to just cut the cord because I never feel like it's ready. And so it's taken me a while to kind of sit with that feeling and say, you know, It's where it needs to be at this point for you to move on. So I don't have a great answer for that other than I just kind of sit with the song. And if I feel, if I get the goosebumps when I hear that song, then I try to just let go of it and move on to the next one because there are a lot brewing. Um, But I think all of my songs could... I hear more things in all of the songs that I've completed since I've completed them.
1: That's great. I want to... Push your websites and social media. If anybody's listening that wants to follow you, where's the best place to find you and your music on Facebook, Instagram, anything like that?
0: Yeah, so Windoran W-Y-N-D-O-R-A-N, and it's at Windoran on Instagram, Facebook, and then com is my website with all of my shows that will hopefully start popping up.
1: Fingers crossed. Yeah. And Liz, how about you?
2: Yeah, you can find me at Lizbills, like the dollarbills.com. I'm on Instagram at Lizbills. I'm on Facebook at Lizbills Music. And you can find my music on, on all major streaming platforms.
1: Excellent. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We'll come back and chat more with Liz and Wynn about new projects and a lot more songs to share as well. Right here on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 five nine WATD. it's Almost Famous.
0: And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD.
1: Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage here on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. My name is John. We're brought to you each week by Tiny and Sun's Glass. And tonight on the Tiny Stage, we have two special guests joining us. We have Windorin Doran and Liz Bills. How are you guys doing?
2: Great. Doing great, John.
1: Thank you for making this work. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: So again, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourselves in case anybody missed the first part of the
0: night. Yeah, um, so my name's Wynn Doran. I'm a New Hampshire-based artist,
2: um, and I play electric guitar and sing. Hey, my name's Liz Bills, and I'm a singer-songwriter from uh, outside of Boston.
1: And if you would share your website and social media pages again with us,
0: you can find me at WinDoran, W Y N D um, O R A N, on both Instagram and Facebook, as well
2: as WinDoran.com and all the streaming platforms. Yeah, and you can find me at LizBills, like the dollar bills dot com. I'm on Instagram most of the time at LizBills, uh, Facebook at LizBillsMusic, and I'm streaming on all major platforms.
1: Awesome. And Liz, you're going to be dropping an album later on in the summer. Talk to us about that.
2: Yeah. So I'm coming out with a record called Liz Bills and the Change. Um, It's a live record that I did with Sean McLaughlin of 37 Foot Productions. So you can hear like a six-piece eclectic sort of folk band, uh, blue-eyed soul, kind of like Brandy Carlisle-ish style. I'm really excited to share that. And, you know, uh, Wynn Doran is on the record, too.
1: Awesome. And when you just released a new single under your own name. Talk about that.
2: I did, yeah. May
0: In May, I released a collaboration with a Boston-based Josh Knowles um, that we wrote and remotely recorded over quarantine that I'm super excited about. And you can find that. Um, it's called Concern on all streaming platforms.
1: Speaking of COVID, it's been a crazy year and a few months. Everything went to a, a screeching halt. And now things are slowly but surely returning back to normal. What did you miss most about live performing over the last year or so?
0: Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I I miss humans. I miss um, energy in a room. Um, Today is really special to be singing with Liz again. Um, I just really, really can't wait to be in front of a live audience sharing myself and my story with them again.
2: Yeah, for me, I loved not performing, honestly. <laughs> like I've been going at it for like over 10 years, and you know, with my anxiety stuff that I'm working on. It's just like as a musician, you can get an incredible sense of FOMO, like or like you always need to be, you know, doing as a lifestyle. And thank God for the pandemic, because it really forced me to stop completely and then reevaluate my life. I think a lot of people have done that. And so now that I am coming back into the performance world, instead of becoming sick, I can heal, you know, because I've realigned um, how I want to do things. And so, yeah,
1: both of you have written pretty deeply and personally about issues that aren't really spoken about publicly publicly.
3: Yeah, I think that you deal with in life.
1: life. Talk about some of those, if you would, and how you're able to put those into words and, and help other people that may be going through the same feelings.
2: Um, yeah, so me and Amy are like the same person. We're both very <laughs> anxious, but perhaps you wouldn't know it on stage. But I talk about it because, you know, I am just, I kind of see the world. This, this is my reality and perception is like everybody's got something. And why are we all walking around pretending like everything's great when, you know, deep inside, we all have something we're dealing with at some point or another, So I kind of just want to lift the stigma and just be honest and um, just love myself. That's part of, you know, loving myself and accepting myself fully um, is also, you know, I want to love and accept everybody else and, you know, just connect and be real. Yeah, I
0: definitely (laughs) echo what Liz has said in that I think the more that we have shared our own stories, other people find themselves in it. And it's just been a really beautiful ride that makes both of us want to share more and like it frees ourselves in doing that it frees our own anxieties and some of the things that people won't talk about and i think that that's a little bit contagious too and we see that when we play out so we keep going even though it is anxiety producing for both of us as well but it's worth it yeah it is
1: now when you're writing a song like that that is deeply personal do you find sometimes those songs are hard to share publicly
0: thousand times, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for me, my whole, um, when I started writing my first solo album, I thought there was no way that I could ever share the songs outside of my bedroom. Um, So it's been a big journey the past three years since that started and becoming comfortable with it.
1: What helped you get over that initial hump?
0: I think because every time I got on stage and I did it, um, there was great reception in people who would come up to me and personally tell me their own stories that they saw in mine and all of a sudden it thought I thought wow this is more powerful than I realized and I almost feel like okay if I can unlock that person then I need to just keep getting over it myself and keep doing it
2: yeah and I think for me it hasn't been so hard probably because I've been in therapy since I was maybe 10. So I'm like pretty used to it. And like, I've always been maybe too comfortable, you know, talking about my stuff. Um, yeah, it's been maybe uh, therapeutic to write this music and to share it with people. And I feel like I'm just getting started. And I'm excited to write just more honest, vulnerable, authentic music.
1: Well, let's hear some more. We have Liz Bills and Windor and on the tiny stage. Liz, you're up next. What are we listening to from you?
2: All right, so I wanted to share the first single that I released off of this upcoming record. Um, this song is called Mama's Song. Um, and I wrote this song uh, about my mom, of course. <laughs> and uh, I guess the story goes, she um, she was born and raised in Syracuse, New York, and then she had me in the Boston area and raised me, and then she moved back to Syracuse. Uh, So the the song is kind of like, you know, a a phone conversation between us. And as I get older, I'm in my 30s now, and I'm not, you know, a selfish 20-something-year-old girl anymore. I just realize how much I'm becoming like my mom and how cool I think that
3: is now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Let's hear it. Liz Bills, W.A.T.D.
3: Hey, Mom, just calling to tell you that I'm doing just fine. Funny, as the years go by, we're becoming more alike. (laughs) The younger me would have been embarrassed, but the older is tried and true. Sometimes I catch myself and smile, cause they remind me of you. (laughs) I take the long way home. I sing like we used to do. And even though you've moved far upstate, I'd like to think that you're singing too. Mom, I am who I am, and it's all because of you. Hey, Mom, just calling to tell ya. Sorry for all the mess I know raising two kids on your own It ain't easy You did your best Oh, before you hang up I just want to remind you That the fault is not yours to bear Danny and I may be broken But our mother's always there Thank God (laughs) When I take the way home. I sing like we used to do. Even though you've moved far upstate, I'd like to think that you're singing too. Yeah. Mama, I'm so proud to say that I'm taking after you. Yeah. Looking back on all the years gone by, I can see quite clearly now all you sacrificed and you waited until we were grown to focus on yourself. And I've always been too selfish to care about anyone else. But while the tables turn, and now I'm the one who sets it. Taking care of my family, and now I know where I get it. And maybe one day I will have a daughter of my own, and she will put me through the ringer. But in the end, she will know Yes. Mama, I'm so proud to say that I'm taken after you I am who I am And it's all because of you
1: Fantastic, Liz Bills, W.A.T.D. Thank you How long did that song take you to write?
2: Um, This one kind of like flew out of me I'm like Yeah, it maybe took me like an hour to write almost everything And I'm not very comfortable singing folky, acoustic, finger-picking songs, so I was, like, ready to throw it in the trash, and then I showed one of my <laughs> other friends, and then I looked over when I was, you know, done, and she was sobbing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, maybe I should finish this song. And, you know, I finished it, but, yeah, it's it's, clear, it's not a very comfortable song for me to perform. I'm very, um, I'm more comfortable being loud <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> so I'll get there. I'll get there.
1: Do you find the songs that are the most personal are the easiest to write?
2: Uh. <sighs> Yeah, maybe that's right I never made that connection um, the few that have flown out of me yeah maybe maybe you're right When how about you? yeah <laughs> I, was, that.
0: I was also pondering <laughs> yeah. That. I yeah I think the ones that are the fast and furious like come quick sessions have been just super personal stories that flood out and then you are like wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what just happened?
1: Let's talk influences for a little bit here. Who did you grow up listening to and who are you listening to now? And either one of you can start.
0: Um, I grew up listening to a lot of Beatles. My dad was always playing the Eagles and Billy Joel. And my mom was really into Michael Jackson and Frank Sinatra. And then... Now, I'm more into like some alternative rock, like Manchester Orchestra is one of my favorite bands that just released a new record, and I've been really into some darker female artists like um, Florence and the Machine or, um, why am I stumbling? Oh, Phoebe Bridgers was what I was
1: stumbling
2: on. Yeah, I love Phoebe. Liz, how about you? Yeah, I always say the most embarrassing influence because I'm not embarrassed anymore. (laughs) Hanson. Was my biggest influence as a child, and that's you know I think Hanson was you know when I was listening to Hanson and writing songs in my bedroom. So if you listen to this record coming out, I think especially my latest single "Come Back Down" to me, it has like a real Hanson vibe to it. And don't knock Hanson if you only heard Umbap, you should listen to a few records. They're great. They're, they're,
1: they were even that first record is is insane. Yeah, like phenomenal. Great.
2: Like yeah, so.
1: I didn't appreciate it at the time, but looking back, I'm like, wow, these kids can play, and they write, yeah. they write their own stuff, and
2: yeah, I just saw him, like, their own stuff. Yeah, I just saw, yeah, and they have their own label, and yeah, I just saw them like two years ago, and you know they're touring with like you know their 20 kids, and oh my they're gosh. incredible. Like they blew us all away with like these disco rock like crazy songs. It was amazing. So yes.
1: Well, you you just you segued perfectly into my next question. What's your biggest guilty pleasure song?
2: Ooh, I think um, "Dead or Like Wanted," "Dead or Alive," or whatever it's called bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oh, I nice. <laughs> love that song. <laughs> it comes on the radio. <laughs> I'm gonna go.
0: <laughs> I'm even laughing saying this, but I'm gonna go with uh, "Watermelon Sugar" or "Adore You" Ooh. by uh, Harry Styles. I, I could go there too. <laughs> he, he,
1: so that, he's another one that that we you know, One Direction that we just passed off you know years ago as the, you know a, a teen band, but Harry Styles has some great solo yeah, stuff.
2: No. Yeah. that
1: whole album. He's like the modern day George Michael. Yes.
2: Yeah, he's amazing
1: how about your most hated song of all time if you could wipe one song off the face of the earth that you wish was never written what would that be
0: oh gosh it's right oh margaritaville
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know oh now i'm gonna hear like 10 that i hate (laughs) Uh, maybe umbop just because it gives my boys a bad name (laughs) even that though i think it's an impressive song (laughs) (laughs) i
0: like that answer
1: how about on the local scene who are you listening to locally
2: for me,
0: I love Josh Knowles. Sorry, Josh, if you're listening, and that's weird. Um, and then Cat Wolf of the Wolf Sisters released a new album last year that I am obsessed with. She's I, great. Yeah, she's channels something that cuts me.
2: Uh, it's hard to pick a few. Yeah, of course, Josh Knowles, Wynn Doran. Um had all these names. I forgot them all.
0: I
1: noticed uh, Liz Bills wasn't mentioned by Wynn.
2: Oh! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, she listens that. to me. She gave me a lot of streams <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. Big Liz Bills <laughs> fan. fan. I was <laughs> trying to, I thought that yeah, was. expand like, beyond. It was the
1: obvious, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. given.
2: Like, yeah, I think April Cushman, like I've been really impressed with her and like I can't wait to see her show. I think it's June 5th. She's doing like a release. Um,
1: Speaking of which, you've got a festival coming up.
2: Oh, I do. Yeah, June, um, Harry's Hill. So. Um, That's going to be happening June 18th through 20th. And
1: I understand, too, that uh, depending on COVID uh, restrictions, that more tickets could be released today. But the show is currently sold out.
2: Correct. Yeah, which is exciting. And we hope that, you know, there'll be more ticket sales, you know, with the um, pandemic lifting and the restrictions lifting.
1: Where's a good place to go to get information on those tickets?
2: Uh, Probably the easiest place to just go to Lizbills.com and you'll see it there. Um, Yeah.
1: Awesome. Let's uh, switch over to Win and do a song from her. What are we listening to next?
0: Right, right. I'm going to play um, a single I released right as the pandemic hit that was not on purpose last year in early April. This is called Cigarettes.
1: All right. Win Doran on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. <laughs>
4: Lean on kitchen walls Three stripes Till we fall apart And I Can feel your pulse As you Bark.
1: Nice. Wynn Doran on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. when talk about how you wrote that one.
0: Oh, <laughs> that one. Um, that one started as a really bad voice memo. And then I kept the voice memo because I really loved the chorus. And it took me about three months of listening to that memo to kind of figure out where I was trying to go with it. And I actually had the memory when I was playing it that it was after I played, it was either Wormtown or Strange Creek with Liz. And she has this really, really powerful song called Rear View that channels a similar emotion. And I remember playing that that day and and feeling it so powerfully with her and driving home and listening to the voice memo. And when I got home, I finished that song. So... It was, a, it was a slow, like, four-month process to get that one. <laughs> slow burn. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so as music starts to slowly return, is there a particular stage or venue that you're looking forward to returning to again?
0: Lizard Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lizard Lounge. Are you listening? Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. I want, like, the, dar- the, the dark room. I, I just love the, the red atmosphere lights. there. Yeah. It always just, <laughs> I loved seeing music
2: there before I played music there. So I hope to get back there. Yeah. Um, I guess for stages, I'm just excited for the Harry's Hill stage, honestly. And yeah, that's the stage I've been dreaming about.
1: We have one more song left from each of you. And I think we're going to uh, do the next song from Liz. What are we listening to next?
2: Yeah. So um, this next song, I actually just came out with this one. Um, It's called Come Back Down to Me. And I came out with an amazing music video, too. So everybody should go look at the video. It's it's on my website. Um, And I teamed up with um, this studio called Seacoast Stilettos, which is a huge movement of, um, you know, just people, you know, not even necessarily dancers, but just people trying to, or coming back into their bodies, you know, through dance and movement. So it was a perfect collaboration because um, Come Back Down to Me is a song just about that, you know, like... I mentioned a few times I'm a very anxious person. I deal with a lot of mental health stuff. And so for me, it's very important for me to like continuously come back down into my body and out of my wacky brain. So I guess that practice for me is often music or taking walks or dancing or meditation. You know, everybody has their own thing. Yeah, and that was my super long spiel of Come Back Down to Me, so go listen to it.
1: (laughs) All right, sounds good. Let's hear the acoustic version here on WATD. The Tiny Stage is all yours.
3: Slow down, pretty baby. What's the rush? Where have you got to be? But now
1: Nice. Oh, thank you. Talk about where that one's available.
3: Um, so it's available
2: everywhere um, on all major streaming platforms. And yeah, I just highly recommend you check out the music video because I'm just so proud of it. I'm not a dancer, but I love to dance and it was amazing to dance.
1: We are up against our final break of the night. We have one more song left and I think that's going to come from Wynn. So stick around right here on the WATD Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, and online, 95.9WATD.com.
0: And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD.
1: For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny stage on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent band musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. You can follow us online tonight at Almost Famous Radio on Facebook and Instagram. You can subscribe to our podcast at almostfamousradio.com or by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. And tonight we're being joined on the tiny stage by two amazing special guests. We have Wynne Doran and Liz Bills. How are you guys doing? Good, thanks. Good. (laughs) Thank you for making this work. This is fun.
0: Thanks for having us. It's really fun to be here together. I'm loving the harmonies tonight. (laughs) Me too.
2: It's been a while. So for (laughs) those
1: who missed the first part of the night, share again your website and social media
2: pages. Uh, My name is Liz Bills, like the dollarbills.com. You can find me on Instagram, at Liz Bills, Facebook, um, Liz Bills Music, and I'm on all major streaming platforms. And I'm Win Doran, W-Y-N-D-O-R-A-N.
0: You can find me at Win Doran on Facebook and Instagram, WinDoran.com, and all the major streaming platforms as well.
1: And Liz, you are dropping an album later on this summer. Talk to us about that.
2: Yeah, coming out with a new record called Liz Bills and the Change. Um, It's like a six-piece, eclectic, blue-eyed soul record. Um, So if you're into that, you should check it out. Um, It's coming out August 13th, and I recorded it with Sean McLaughlin of 37 Foot Productions.
1: Right here on the South Shore.
2: Yes, and Amy's on the record too.
1: Awesome. And Amy, you have some solo stuff. Talk to us about that.
2: I do. So I just
0: released um, a collaboration single with Josh Knowles in May Um, And I have some more collaboration singles that will be coming out probably late in 2021 from writing remotely in 2020.
1: Fantastic. And any upcoming shows that you want to talk about as they're starting to happen again?
0: Everything I've booked so far is private. So if you want a backyard (laughs) event, find me. But I know Liz has some cool stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, I barely have anything myself, but I'm very... uh Thankful for the people on the Hill. I'll be playing Harry's Hill June the weekend of June 18th through the 20th. So um, hopefully tickets will be going back on sale today, June 1st, as long as the COVID restrictions have lifted a little bit more. And we'll see you there.
1: Sounds great. We have time for one more song before we close out the night, and I think we're going to pass the mic over to Wynn. What are we closing out with?
0: Yeah, so this is the title track off of my debut EP that came out in fall 2019. This is called Thick of It.
1: All right. Thank you again, both of you. Get home safely, and we'll talk to you soon. And hopefully I'll see you at at a live show in the next couple months.
0: Agreed. Thanks so much for having us, John. My pleasure. Thank you.
4: Ten months I'm sober from our talks. They just solidify who I am not. The battle tethers back to you, made me a fool for what I can. Chasing with water since age 13 Were the choices mine or spit off to me to save my life extend my time let all the chains subside now all these thoughts don't feel like mine say I'll be fine ignore the flames inside